fired from Anthony Robbins. By Anthony Anthony Robbins. And said when he was done, he said when he was done firing him, he said, I I felt really good. Like I was going to go on and be successful. Like it was... Hey, this is Matt Cox and Zach, and we are answering subscriber questions. So this is it. Yep. All right. So this guy says, I would be interested in hearing about politics of pardoning and deal. Why some people get pardoned and some don't politicians using crime criminals as face for pushing legislation state and federally. And how do a lot of Wall Street guys get light sentences and other f- financial criminals get longer sentences at federal level? My God, that's a hell of a question. I yes, mean, that's, yes. That's an hour and a half, two hour podcast right there with, <laughs> with two people that know what they're talking about. Well, um, the answer <laughs> to that us. really is, is money. It, all, yeah, all that yeah, is, is, yeah. is money. I so, agree. And, and prior record, um, the Wall Street guys have no prior conviction, so they get bonds and they get money. And believe well, me, and they can they can hire lawyers that can really really tear apart a, a case. The, the, yeah, and the sentencing guidelines, like they can, like the way the sentencing guidelines are written, they're extremely broad. Yes, right. So take Conrad Black, for example. Yes. Conrad Black, take the same charges and the same dollar amount for Conrad Black, and most people would have gotten twenty years. Conrad Black got a few years, right? Um, I thought he had like uh, we, 10, right, he but did. he won in the Supreme Court. I know. That's what I'm saying. He won. Could you have won that case? No. You know, Con- you don't have the lawyers. You right. can't pay. You can't pay a dream team of lawyers to fight the case. Now, here's the thing. So that charge with that dollar amount with all the all, under the sentencing guidelines. And let's say he got I think he got 30. like 10 years. Did he get what? I mean, it was it was like um, level. What was the highest level? Thirty two. I don't know, but yeah, it was. It was. He got it, a huge sentence, right? So yeah, what he, you're he saying? He initially, huge, he initially got a huge sentence, but it got cut. He only did a few years. Yeah, right. Like because he won in the Supreme Court. Something that they adjusted, they legislated, and and I think they made something in the sentencing guideline to apply to him, right? Okay, they forced it to apply. They forced like mail fraud, like um, dishonest services mail fraud to apply to him, which yes. it didn't. So he beat that. They, they then said, look, you cannot charge this guy with this crime because he doesn't meet that criteria. And as a result, he got let out, yes. right? And they had to resentence him. When they resentenced him, he had to come back in for a few months, like three or four months, and then he left again. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, Does, he, he have did. you met him? You met Conrad Black? No, no. I mean, I was, I was like, bar- I barely missed him by like a few weeks in, oh, the, really? in, the, in the low. Him getting out the second time or the first time? Um, the first time. Okay. Because he got out. Then he had, I think, the first time. Then he came back, but he didn't come back to Coleman. He came back to another instant. He went to like Miami to the, to the camp or something right. below for a few months. But that, that that's neither here nor there. Well, the point is, is that so he got a big sentence, but he ended up serving little, very little time. Here's the thing: how many times prior to that had the federal government charged someone with the same crime? It didn't apply to, and every one of those people did all of their time. So they did 10 years. They did five years that they shouldn't have until someone like Conrad Black comes along with a dream team of lawyers who can go all the way to Supreme Court and explain to the Supreme Court that basically my crime doesn't fit this criteria. I shouldn't have been charged under this. Therefore, I should be released and resentenced. Right. So prior to that, for 20 years, people were being charged with that crime, yes. doing all their time and getting out because they don't have the money to fight it. Well, what about um, what's his name? Kraft. 
I don't know about that one. Uh, when with the prostitution, where they sat and they videoed him coming out of that salon in 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 South Florida. You don't remember about that? Well, he got charged with solicitation. The owner of the Patriots. Yeah, the owner of the Patriots. Mm, no, I didn't hear that. You didn't hear about. Um, real quick, probably over overview. Um, he went into a massage parlor in South Florida, and they were watching that massage parlor. And when he came out, I guess they started recording the the address or the, that his car would pull up and how long he was in there and he came out. So then they they went in and they charged him with solicitation of like prostitution or even though they like don't that. know what happened in there. Kind of, I think they they arrested the girls and they kind of twisted the girls' arms. Well, they they took him to jail. Well, then he hired some huge dollar lawyer who kind of came in and said, um, so tell me about your surveillance. They're like, yeah, well, we sat over here and we watched it for, you know, like five, six hours or a whole day. And he's like, uh, according to the law, if there's nothing going on, you can't just watch like innocent people doing innocent things. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have to have a suspicion of a crime. So if you watch them for an hour and a half, you got to stop. You know what I'm saying? So you weren't really suspicious of a crime. You're just going to sit like I could watch you all day until you did something wrong and then arrest you. So they're like you can't do that. So they he brought into light the fact that when it comes to surveillance, that there's a limited time frame where they can actually sit and watch you do something innocent. All right. And, and turn that whole law around. He got that whole case thrown out based on that. Well, if it would have been one of us. Absolutely. No way. A lawyer would have argued that. point. No, no. What well, you have to think, too, like so. When you get arrested, and so first of all, most people they get they get arrested. The first thing they do, if it's any kind of money crime, they come in and they seize everything you have. Well, okay. if you're Conrad Black or someone, they don't. If you're a Wall Street lawyer who's got thirty million dollars and all these different assets, they don't seize anything. Like typically, they come in, they arrest you, or they indict you, they bring you downtown. They typically like. They don't show up with guns drawn. They knock on your door with a bunch of guys. They say, hey, look, you're coming with us. They handcuff you. They let you like they treat you way different. Yes. Because they know this is going to there's going to be a lot of lawyers involved. This guy's got money. And we don't really have we can't get a federal judge to sign off saying we're going to seize 45 different accounts. Right. We're going to seize all this proper like because the truth is we don't know how much of the fraud is covered in all of this and it'll look bad because we know it's going to get publicity we know the one thing we zach and i agree most criminals will agree with is the one thing that government does not want is press right so if you arrest some wall street guy with a bunch of money he can one fight you so now it's it's an even playing field it's not an even playing field with some fraudster who's stolen a million dollars and doesn't have anything in his name Right. Or he's got some stuff in his name, but you're thinking we, we kind of feel like it's from fraud. So seize everything he yes. has because he's not going to get a lot of press. He's not. If we seize everything, too. We put him in a bad position. He's going to have to get a public defender because that's what happened like with me. You, they come and grab me. There's 700000 in this account. There's 400000 here. There's X amount of money all over the place. There's a bunch of assets. But guess what? None of it's in Cox's name. So we can seize everything. He has no choice but to go with a public defender. And the, the federal government, it's really not in the federal government. I think it's the Bar Association. I'm sure some lawyer can correct me. But so, but I, I'm pretty sure the, the bar, there are, there's things called certified, pub, certified trial attorneys. Right. Okay. So like less than 3% of lawyers are certified trial attorneys, which means that they've spent X amount of time actually in the courtroom. Right. All right. So that's one thing that that's a list that's out there by the bar, but there are, other lists that are held by the U.S. Attorney's Office and insurance companies where they say, how often has this attorney 
gone to court. Trial. So think about it. They know. They know that Zach's an attorney. He's a he's a federal public defender, or right. he is a he's under the federal public defender program where he's put himself up there to be to represent criminals. But we also know this about him. Yeah. He's never gone to trial. He's been he's been trying cases. He's been taking cases for 15 years. He's never actually tried a case. So guess what? If Zach gets appointed that independent attorney under the federal defender program, so he gets appointed that lawyer, Zach can't go to trial. He won't go to trial. He'll take any plea we offer him because his attorney might bitch and moan, but we know in the end his own attorney is going to convince him to Not, take the plea right. because when we get to a point where we say that's the least we're going to offer him, We'll just go to trial. We know the attorney's going to turn to Zach and say and scare the hell out of him. Man, you can't go to trial, bro. They're going to give you thirty years. You got to take this plea because he doesn't want to go to trial. You know why? He's never been to trial. He doesn't right. really know how to do trial. Right. He's right. terrified and he's never done trial. He's right. not going to do trial. Right. So he's going to convince his client to take a deal. <laughs> so we're going to give him ten years and he'll sign the ten years because we know his lawyer can't go to trial. He's terrified. Yep. And that's what happens. And that's what happens in law. Like, like for instance, you get into a car accident. And your lawyer comes in and you go with this lawyer and that lawyer goes to State Farm Insurance. State Farm's insurance adjusters go, who is this? Oh, <laughs> been going 30 years, been to trial twice, lost both times. <laughs> Hasn't been to trial in, in 15 years. He ain't going to trial. <laughs> then they go and they offer Zach $100,000 for what should be a million dollar settlement. Right. <clears throat> Zach's own lawyer convinces him to take the $100,000. He should be the, should be a million, but the the title they know he, right. he's he's got poor representation. Well, then that that inform infers that the entire system is screwed up, because because you're you're right. No, <laughs> stop it. I won't sit here and listen to you talk bad about the justice system in the United States. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yes, that that's what that kind of infers. Because and then it, the fact that these lawyers just take money from insurance companies who jack up the rates of the uh, the people who got, have to have insurance. It's just it's, well, it's you, you know how many times I've been in prison and met some guy who had who got seven or eight years for like thirty million dollars, fifty million dollars. What? For, just a few years. And I'm sitting there going, I got hit with $6 million and I got 26 years. How did you get seven years? Well, it was a this crime or it was that or it was that or I or went to trial on $6 million, went to trial and lost and got like 12 years. 12 years? You went to trial and lost and got 12 years. Well, I had very good lawyers. And you're right. You did have good lawyers. Right. Because I had a public defender who... You know, she did what she could. I mean, look, in my case, it's, it's hard to... In my case, there wasn't a lot of wiggle room because I was so overwhelmingly guilty. Right. But the other thing is the way they they the way they hit you up for, like, your dollar amount. Like, my dollar amount is so ridiculous. Like, they... I know a lot of guys that plead guilty to dollar amounts that they, they truly feel like... I, I pled guilty to $15 million but, or $10 million, but I never saw $10 million. And then... You know, there's all these things that offset it, and, and that, and the even though the U.S. Attorney Office knows, they always try and hit you for, for the full amount, right. which is just such a scumbag thing. So if you borrow half a million dollars, right, and on an asset that's worth four hundred thousand, so if the bank, the bank's never going to lose more than a hundred thousand. They have a house worth four hundred. They lent half a million. Right. There's only a hundred thousand dollars 
in what's in potential loss. Right. That house offsets the half a million. So the government will come in and say, we're going to hit you for, or, or we're, we're charging well, you for half a million isn't dollars. Isn't that that intended loss? It is, but you understand, like in my case, they, they first came out of the gate saying they were going to hit me over $25 million. You know damn well I didn't take $25 million. So it's up to your attorney to argue that down. But think about it. That, that U.S. attorney would have been perfectly happy to give some guy 30 years that he knows he maybe made half a million dollars. Yeah, but we've got numbers that say $25 million. So we're going to charge you with $25 million and your lawyer can argue it down. What if my lawyer says, yeah, that's the way it is. That's, that's just how it is. You, they hit you, it's $25 million. You're going to have to take the 30 years. Okay. So you plead guilty to 25 years or to, to 30 years. Think about that. Right. That's totally up to your lawyer because you, you're just some guy who commits fraud. You don't know that you could only really be charged for a million dollars. True. Well, I mean, you, you say all that, and uh, my loss amount was 130000 and I got 198 months. Your arrest record is outrageous. Yes. It's off the chart. Yes. You've never, you have like a, 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 like a, a, like a learning disability when it comes to crime, because like you can't seem to understand you have to stop this. You, you keep getting arrested and arrested and arrested. And all you're thinking is, well, these are learning experiences. <laughs> no, these are chances. <laughs> Unbelievable. Good point. But we'll talk about that in the next video. We, we've got, but we've got another video. We're going to talk about arrests and how they went and how it happens and how you're treated and the process. It says ultimately what gets people caught greed or complacency. Or is it extensive factors, women, kids that hold people in one area that ultimately lead to their arrest? What do you think? Um, I think it's more complacency than greed. Because I, I, the greed is what leads you to the pull off what you're pulling off and it, it what puts everything together. And, and initially when you do it the first time, it's very you're watching everything. And when it works... You're kind of like, okay, cool. So then you might go the second and third time and you kind of get complacent and forget to, to cover certain items that are very important. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely think you become emboldened by your success. Right. And that, that's part of it. Obviously, look, I think, I, think a, I think a part of it, it's the same thing. Part of it is driven by greed. You, you need the money or you want the money. Sometimes it's necessity. Sometimes you're just in such a horrible situation. You see a very, very clear pro, a very clear path to making a bunch of money. And, you know, so, so you take that, you know, you take that path. Uh, but I think, I think what happens is the more emboldened I got, I mean, the more crime I got away with, the more emboldened I got. Yes. Like I, I did constantly think, fuck it, I can do this. You know, I can get away with this. I can do this. I can oh, yeah. do it. Yeah, I'll go you in said, the bank. You said no earlier that you didn't think you would ever be arrested. Like, they're never going right. to catch me. Absolutely, because, a few t because every time they caught me and I talked my way out of it, I thought, man, I'm good. I'm good. I, I know what I'm doing. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm good at this. I'm, there's never going to happen. So it did. It kept getting, you know, it, 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 my arrogance kept getting higher and higher and higher. And, and uh, I'm not sure that makes sense. But, uh, but I think also... Um, 
you know, everybody always, you know, it's, it's always like, oh, a woman, a this, a that. Okay, well, look, you were going to get caught eventually. Like, yeah. you can't say, like, is this the, this one chick told on me and that's why I got, or my buddy got, well, you were going to get caught yes. anyway. Eventually, you're going to get caught. How many law enforcement officers are there out there? You know what I'm saying? And they're looking at you and they're looking for this and everybody's looking out for this. I mean, eventually, to think you could do this forever. I think the only way to do it is to do it, do it successfully, and, and stop. get away, and then just stop. And then you've got a chance. Yes. Like what? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it, it does the the noise. This is. Do you hear this? I hear it. Yeah. Can you hear it on the? Mm, it's tough to tell. It's tough, it's tough to differentiate between here and what I'm hearing. You're right. Right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the, and I knew this eventually. That was gonna. That's why I got. I have to get into. A bigger place, a, a house where I don't have neighbors, or no Saturdays. You got to do it. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, like, that's the dog. Like, that's the dog. That's a that's a bone. Like the, the dog. Oh, really? Will pick when he gets hyper, and he'll run around. He'll pick up the bone and drop it. Pick up the bone and drop it. And he's playing <laughs> with the bone. So, but I don't think you hear it on the on this. If anybody hears the bone dropping upstairs, the boom boom, let us know in the comments. <laughs> All right. This one's for me. It says. Much respect, brother. My question is, have you ever What's considered becoming a pastor so that you can legally scam? <laughs> the way you talk, you would be very believable and good at it. <laughs> um, um, no, I've, I've often be thought of becoming like a motivated, a motivating, motivated, motivational speaker. speaker, motivational speaker. Thank you. Wow. I know what the, I, I know that. And, and, and my English you is worked, horrible. And you worked for, he worked for <laughs> Anthony to, Robbins. Anthony, oh, I was going to say Tony Robbins. Yeah, Tony Robbins. I think is it? it yeah, it's Anthony, Tony. I mean, it? Anthony Robbins or Tony Robbins. He actually worked for him for what, 18 months? Motivation. Yeah. That's pretty. <laughs> did you know that? No, what was that? Yeah, bro. That's why I want to tell him. I want him to yeah. come one day when he has like two or three hours and can tell his whole story. Uh, this like, was it. It's insane. This was in the 90s when he had his... Um, he got fired from Anthony Robbins. By Anthony By Robbins. Anthony Robbins. <laughs> and said when he was done, he said when he was done firing him, he said, I, I felt really good. Like I was going to go on and be successful. <laughs> like it was, it was the best firing I'd ever had. <laughs> like that was motivating. Huh? I'm out of a job, but damn. I feel good. I feel like I do have a future. <laughs> Not with him though. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll have to do a whole video on that. Oh, we got to... Oh, that's part of his whole story. That's part of his story. Well, like, yeah, I, it was um, his uh, train the trainer where he was training people to train people. He had had this whole program going. And I think I was like, I, I in my opinion, I was the token. You know, it's like back. I think back in the late, late 80s, early 90s, it's like, hey, get a black dude. OK, got one. Cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are integrated. Yeah. <laughs>